It's Sunday evening, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you, Adam? I can't complain. It's been a nice weekend after a long week. So I'm feeling relaxed, refreshed. And after this, I'm going to have a nice sour glass of wine and do me a relaxo. Yeah, I had really needed a relaxing weekend and I kind of took it to be a relaxing weekend. Um, I hope I don't regret that because I have stuff that I should be doing. But I also just needed to clear the decks a small bit. What did you get up to? I didn't get up to much. Went out home visiting. Today was Father's Day, so I went over and I went over home just to wish him a happy Father's Day. Oh, And um, other than that, just kind of lounging about. Did you give him a nicer Father's Day? Just your presence alone? My presence alone. It's a weird one, Mother and Father's Day, because you're like, it's just like having another birthday, but you don't get as good presents. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it very much feels like one of those, whatchamacallum days, Hallmark. Hallmark, yeah. It wasn't invented by kids, I tell you that. Yeah. But nonetheless, it's probably no harm to, to just be a little bit celebratory for them. If you could install a national day, what would it be? A national day. A national day of hot arses. <laughs> okay, like hot arses of all, uh, all yeah. varieties. Yeah, I, I feel it would be uh, it should be a little exclusive to to make me any more discerning than that. Just a hot arse day. How do you celebrate hot arse day? Uh, no, like wear tight jeans or something. Do you give out cards to people who have nice arses? Could do, yeah, could do that. Um, hot arse day. So what? What would like? What's going to be on the front of a hot arse day card? Like congratulations on your lovely bum. Yeah. Why okay. Not? Trademark. That's how you trademark something. Can you celebrate it with strangers? Would you just carry him around like business card and say, well done, well done, sir, continue? I think so. I think that would be a good, good decision. And it would be, and it would be acceptable because it is Hot Arse Day. What date will Hot Arse Day fall on? 13th February. Which is controversial because if you celebrate it correctly, you might not be celebrating the day after at all. Yeah, that's what, that's why I I think 13th February. Okay. Mm, To open that tin of worms. What would you do? What would I do? What I think is we need a day to celebrate just straight white men. A straight white men day? Yes. Okay, go on, elaborate. You know, just we've had it rough and I think a day to kind of acknowledge the struggles we've overcome. Like getting up off the couch. And getting that up kind off of thing. the couch, bearing the burden of, of things being to our advantage. Yeah, something to do with barbecues as well. I think that's how you'd celebrate it. I don't think you can actually celebrate Straight White Men Day without having a barbecue. And and hosting a podcast. And having like a really generic off-brand lager. Yeah, like Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Uh, yeah, so that's what, and I would have it fall between January 1st and December 31st. Yes, that that's a, like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a day per se as much as. Just a general understanding, yeah. Uh, I get that. Yeah. I um did you get up to anything for the weekend yourself? Um I ordered a tasty pizza um oh. yesterday and then both yesterday and today uh, I went strolling around the town, which was uncharacteristically packed for a pandemic, 
but I suppose it has to happen eventually. There was a market here today and it, it was better than other weeks in that they seem to have developed a better system for how it runs. Go on. Before it was like, you know, there were stalls on both sides of the road. Now they have a one-way system coming up through the market and it's all on one side of the road. Okay, is it like farmer's market, get your little street food and your... Yeah, yeah. Love so, them. I really miss a good farmer's market. So I went there, down there today and I got my myself a breakfast. What was in the breakfast? It was burger. Some kind of burger. Actually, breakfast, this is the great time to transition. Stephen, jangle us a jingle there for food perverts. Food perverts. They like to touch your food. This one is... Uh, we can work on that one. <laughs> Uh, this one is coming in from uh, Health Binge superfan Andrew Joyce 7 on Twitter who I wonder what happened the first six of them he killed them so his tweet verbatim is food perversions hangover breakfast two deep dish Chicago town pizzas as the bread and sausage bacon pudding and or egg as the filling there was a restaurant in Galway called Bethlehem. There actually is a few of these restaurants around the country. They're kind of Italian restaurants. Um, but this, what the one I'm talking about was in, in Galway. It was just outside the city in Merview. And they do a breakfast pizza. And instead of the cheese, it's like omelette. And they have all the breakfasty bits on it. That sounds truly manky. It is what it is i guess i mean some people aren't big into their breakfasts yeah it was a fairly decent attempt at something creative i must try and find a picture of it but i want to zone in on just the true horror of what andy is putting together for himself after a feed of beer yeah doing it andy's way just sounds like pervert this is two pizzas sausage bacon pudding and egg and then you put the other pizza on top so, like, he's a father of four. He should be far more responsible than that. Yeah, that's... Like, okay, I will say, it sounds delicious. And then I did ask him as well, uh, do you I, put I the... Don't, um... I don't know. What, what kind of Chicago deep dish pizza are we talking here? Like, is there toppings already on it that before he goes... And also, turning two pizzas on top of each other just seems decadently unnecessary. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is the one question I did have for him, is uh, did you put the top pizza face down or face up? And he said face down. Because I was thinking like, if it's face up, you're biting and maybe you're getting more flavour because the top piece is down. But it is more of a sandwich if you put it face down and then you're essentially just eating pervert burger. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think my biggest hang up is what toppings were already on these pizzas before you start putting in all of your fry up. I'm going to assume, I'm sure you'll tweet at us, but... I'm going to assume pepperoni. I think anyone who buys a margarita pizza uh, frozen is just a sucker. I like four cheeses, though. It's not a margarita, but it's a first cousin. I had some four cheese pizza yesterday. Generally, I don't order it because it does. It feels like ordering a margarita for me. Like ordering a margarita just feels like a waste. Uh, But there is something to be said for the four cheeses because you've got like maybe blue cheese or something. That really adds something different to it. But it wouldn't be my default. It's just that I was having a bit of the girlfriend's one. Because that's what she ordered. I ordered a Philly cheesesteak pizza. Which was dank AF. A Philly cheesesteak pizza. Yeah. Like so Philly has... cheesesteak is really nice. Mm. I had steak for my dinner today. Did you? What you put with it? 
chips and a bit of veg. Did you make the chips yourself or did you get the frozen chips? No, I had it when I went over home. So my father, uh, it was he made it. The chips were from frozen, but but I made the the steak, and I made it with a little bit of uh, the homemade butter that I made. The garlic one is the normal one. The garlic one. That sounds really delicious. Oh, it was very nice. Now I'm very pleased with it. Are you um, going to chastise yourself now during the week to make up for it and get a a good fit, healthy boy? Flagellate myself. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to flagellate myself. Um, no, I, I kind of, yeah, I, I feel like last week I kind of came, came off the, the rails and ter- very much in terms of not so much my eating, but in my exercising, um, after Thursday, it just kind of, it, it took a big old nosedive. So I need to get back on the, especially if you're going to do a half marathon. Yeah. I mean, you've got, I sure wouldn't like to die doing that. Eight weeks, maybe. If we're, if we're going to be finishing up in August, like when all this is done or whenever this phase ends, I, like, I think your deadline is going to be the, the end of August. Mm, yeah. No, I'd want to get training for it. I got my hair cut. No, I didn't. I got that wrong. I booked a haircut. Okay. Cut your yeah. own hair. Well, they're come opening the hairdressers' places, the barbers, next week. Next week? Okay. Or on the 29th, which is the following week. Tuesday week, yeah, yeah. So I'm going, yeah, I've booked myself a haircut because I figured that it'd probably be very hard to get a spot if I left it. So I just said, fuck it, I'll go with it. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Luckily, that's not something I, I've ever had to worry about. I just got my own. Yeah, my hair's gone completely mad. I'm, Is it very I'm like, long? I'm like Einstein here, except without the important thoughts. He has one of my favorite quotes that I only found out this week wasn't attributed to him. And I was kind of disappointed because even the the ethos of it doesn't seem to be something he would have echoed. So I don't know how it got uh, contributed to him. But it was, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll spend its whole life thinking it's an idiot. Which, as as a quote, I absolutely love because I think it... So he did or didn't say it? He didn't say it. And someone did the research on it and found a different quote by him, which basically says, like, apparently the whole quote is, uh, everybody's a genius if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree you'll spend its whole life thinking that it's an idiot and they found a quote which did come from him not saying that everyone is stupid but saying that not everyone is a genius so this quote could never have come from him because it didn't fit in with his uh, general beliefs i don't know i sometimes say bullshit that i don't mean yes but you've already submitted that you're no einstein no but i do have the hairdo isn't it insane to think of him in the same era as like Golden Buddy Day Holly. Hollywood? Like, there's pictures of him with Marilyn Monroe and you're like, I can't get you to in the same world in my head at all. Yeah. I mean, he died. Was it 55 he died? I don't know. I think he died in 55. Yeah. Like you don't kind of fit him in there in your head. Partially, I suppose, because he was he would have been only in America. Like he would have only been in america for the end of his life really wouldn't it yeah am i right in saying that uh he died on april 18th 1955 yeah um he would have yeah he emigrated to the u.s in 1933 so he was there for uh, 22 years okay he was there a while i suppose Except yeah. he didn't like. i read once that uh, i know you won't be familiar with him but the yoda character in star wars was based on einstein familiar i am generally Okay, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yoda's based on Einstein. Oh, I didn't know that. 
which you can see it uh, if you look at him like the uh, the hair and the, uh, the green skin. Yeah, how odd. Yeah. I didn't know know that, but um, but now that you say it, it makes no sense either. And while we're on the topic of it makes no sense. While we're on the topic of a golden era of Hollywood, two fellas have gamed the system and released a top-grossing movie in the States with a film made entirely on Zoom for a budget of zero dollars. I saw this. I thought it was impressive to have that thought pattern, and I also appreciated the fact that they turned up in tuxedos. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it well, like... They did, yeah. Like it's first of all, it's an incredible achievement to make a film and have it become a box office number one for zero money to not generally be part of the Hollywood establishment and just do it for the lols. Hmm. I mean, in terms of getting money back from what they invested, so yeah, just I suppose the story of it: the two lads they made up their film, brought it, booked out theaters, and just went around watching their film in theatres and then it was counted as a box office hit. But they used then the publicity to actually plug their film, which means it probably will generate proper money. Well, the first thing that I'm going to do once we get off this call is try and pirate it. So maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I like I like pirates. Yeah. Uh, but I am dying to see it because it's supposed to be a horror movie just based on Zoom. So, like, it sounds... A good laugh anyway, although I have seen a horror movie based on like video cam web chat before and it was an absolute steaming pile of dog shit. But hopefully this one will be better. But everyone seems to have come together and worked for free. Um, The whole thing was written in a day and I think shot in a week. The score, the editing, everything. And it's it's genius. Like that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, it is. And it's an impressive, it's just an impressive thought, thought yeah. process that they, they managed to bring to fruition. Fair play to him. That's what I say. Fair yeah. play to him. Two fellas' names are Eric Tabak or Tabak, Tabach, T-A-B-A-C-H, at me if you want to complain, and Christian Nielsen. So yeah, there they are. Fair play to the fellas. They, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's something that I really wish I had thought of. Now it seems to have cost them about 30 grand because the way they... Did it, like you mentioned a second ago, was through a, a loophole called four walling, which basically means they book out the entire cinema and that that counts as all seats sold. Most of that money will go to whatever uh, system it goes into, but obviously some of it comes back to them as the filmmakers. So, I mean, they got a little bit of money back out of it, but definitely spent a fortune on the best trolling ever. I would say, though, that they... What they get back will far outstrip what they've paid. Yeah. And I would imagine eventually someone will make a movie about this. There's a good chance of it so they could sell their own rights to the whole story. Oh, undoubtedly they will sell the rights to it and it will be a lot of fun once it's not led by James Franco. Oh yeah. God, that guy is awful. He re- I, like, I haven't seen 127 hours, but... My only motivation to one day watch it is to witness him trying to cut off his own arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just oh, he's one actor I cannot stand. Yeah, even in um, The Disaster Artist, which I really wanted to watch because uh, I liked The Room and I think it's funny that someone's making a movie about that. I just, I can't. And By all accounts, he is a notorious creep. So there's that. 
Ah, uh, yeah, just everything about him. Like, Absolute there was that dipshit. thing that came out about him a couple of years ago where he met, met like, a 17-year-old fan and her mother on the street one time, and he got her number, and he was inviting her to his hotel room and stuff. Oh, God. Yeah, real, uh, just real like James Wanko, like am I right? Whoa! And on that note, I'm going to put on my trousers and go for a walk. Go flagellate yourself in public. Have a good evening, Adam. See ya. Good luck. <laughs>